Two guys on a mission to provoke you to greatness. We're tackling tough subjects and sharing real life experiences. No, no holds, holds barred. barred. We've fought for our family's freedom and want to help you achieve the same. If you want to live a life you've never lived, you have to do things you've never done. Let, Let the, the story, story begin. begin. Can you hear me? Can you hear yes. Me Can you hear me? My man. You've been echoing for like 30 minutes while we're trying to work through these technical oh difficulties. Oh my gosh. Finally, we're here. Welcome, we're, welcome we're to here the Nick and Mark show. Welcome. One day late, no sooner the better. We're doing it live and that's what we're good at. We're freaking doing it live. Even though, off. even though we barely made it tonight because of oh. Nick's phone, but that's a whole nother story. You know. What's up, man? Things are great. I'm excited. I don't what care about my Listen, I know that there's new technology coming. New phones are coming. <laughs> You're like 13 phones in the past. It was all my fault. Okay. It's all good. It, it well, is what it is. Man. But we did not show up yesterday because were you were you out on a wave runner? I was traveling a little bit yesterday. We took a little bit of time to take my twins out to a lake yeah. in Georgia, around Marietta, Georgia. What? And actually, I think it was the same lake that's featured in the Ozark, believe it or not. Really? Oh. Because as we were pulling as we were pulling out of the boat slip area, I looked over to my right and the inn that is the main cabin inn in the in the series The Ozark was right in front of me. And then Brian looks over at me. He goes, "Oh yeah, this is the same inn that is in the Ozark. They actually oh, filmed cool. Ozark here on this lake." And I was like, "What? Have you ever how, seen the Ozark? How was it seeing Mr. Joe, Mr. Joe B Boy? How was it, Mr. Joe Brubro? Yeah, it was good. He's yeah. solid, man. So I, it, so yeah. So aside from the Ozark, have you ever seen that? By the way, crazy. No, no it's it's not recommended for everybody because it's pretty." intense like really i don't mind intense. intense but some things grieve my spirit yeah there's some things in there that i had to kind of just like end it and shut it off but anyway as far as brian so i said to my boys at one point i said because my boys are 10 turning 11 i said boys this guy right here is doing and having an, an enjoying time on the lake an adventure on the lake just like he did with me when i was 12 13 years old because he was sure. my youth pastor yeah. And I said, I said, we're getting to experience the same opportunities 35 years later, which is so, yeah. so cool, man. It was just so cool. For those of you who don't know, Brian, he was on a couple podcasts ago. You can look him up. Um, awesome guy who's my youth pastor. He's one of the coolest guys you'll ever meet. One of, one of, the, one of our best friends. Best friend in the world. Um, adventurer. I yeah. mean, he'll take you to the moon and back, and it'll just be uh, just a ball of fun, you know. Yes, yeah. he took so. us to a campsite in Northwest Georgia with scorpions. Oh yeah, yeah, and we were talking about that too. And um, we also went to where was it? It was up on the Panhandle of Florida. We went to the beach. Was that the beach you're talking about right there? No. We okay, so we went to a beach, a beach campsite. And a little baby scorpion crawled up my arm. What? And I said, yeah, crawled up my arm. It was like two, it was like two inches long. His tail was all hooked yeah. up. I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Brian, there's a scorpion on my arm. And he looks at me, and he goes, flick it off. Shake it off. Shake and it I'm, off. Like, I'm like, Is that, am I going to die? And am I going <laughs> to die? <laughs> Bro. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I, I feel like I'm considered somewhat of a manly man when it comes to outdoors. Like, I, no, nothing really freaks me out. Um, but when this little baby, Kristen said, "Oh heck no!" <laughs> well, this little baby tiny scorpion crawled up my arm, and yeah. I thought, like, I thought my my life flashed before my. Bro, my, do you remember when we were on the trail? Do you remember when we were on the trail and and I walked by the hornet's nest and it came after me and you guys were throwing stuff. Yelling, yes. you were like, bro, yes, but they weren't just regular hornets, they no. were like, they were like murder thought, hornets, bro. I thought you guys were hitting me with rocks in the head, <laughs> and they were hitting me. They were the hitting horn. me. 
It was the Hornets. Yeah, they were pinging my head. I had a hat on. I had a uh, uh, an Indiana Jones hat on, (laughs) yeah, uh, made by a really good hat company. So it was really well made. And those Mm -hmm. things were coming in. Boom, 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 boom. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Did we we jump in the water? Did we jump in the water? Run, run! We did something. Yeah, we ran. But you can't you can't really outrun the hornets, bro. I remember <laughs> jumping in the water at some point. I don't know, man. We did jump in the water. But the adventures that we've had with Mr. Brian are just intense. So let's side divert and go another direction. We went on this lake and we took a 2000 cc's Yamaha um, Wave Runner. Wave Runners out. And my t- my twin boys, 10 years old, have never ever been on a lake like that let alone a wave runner. Yeah. And, and we just, we just 60 miles an hour on this. Like literally I was looking at the speedometer 60 miles an hour on the water. Feels like a hundred. Do you know how fast it is on the water, man? It feels like a hundred. To the point where my hands were shaking so hard. I could barely hold on to it. That's incredible. But but they had such a good time. And I was always, did you guys have a rooster tail? Did you have a rooster tail? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Rooster tail was 10 feet high. It was sick. It was so cool. So I love doing that, but I wanted to make memories with my boys. So we, we drove out there for a couple hours, went on the lake, then drove back. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, man. It was well worth it, but my That's whole nice body is sore. That. I'm old, yeah. man. I'm 40 years old. My whole body is sore right now. Yeah. Well, you've but, been working out though too, right? Yeah. 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 I'm not going to brag. I'm not going to brag. No, I have been working out. Michelle's been forcing me to work out. She actually has her trainer training me three days a week now when you were um, walking towards the camera before we started the show you look different uh hopefully man You're, he's kicking my butt yeah you did you looked a little different <laughs> he's kicking my butt listen i turned 40 and i feel like i haven't truly taken care of my health yeah in a in a way that i should have been well, not that i would you know have been super unhealthy but where what? Zach what Bohannon? No, 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 no. No. That's one of my agents. Zach's one of my agents. Hey, what's up, He's Zach? a fitness freak. Zach's wait, a fitness freak. Wait, too, listen, man. Zach, since you're a fitness freak and Mark, so Kristen's working out today, right? And she's looking, she'd say, she's saying, Do I not motivate you? I'm like, you do. Not <laughs> listen. to work out. No, listen, it's different with a wife and husband relationship. I'm sorry. Like we could love our spouses to death, right? And want to do everything for them. But your spouse doesn't motivate you to do something that like you have a hard time doing. It has to be an outside source. So like Michelle got me in touch with her trainer. We chatted. I shared with him some some of my struggles, some of my insecurities, some of the goals that I want to set for myself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, say no more. Let's do it. And he's been kicking my butt and not letting up on this workout. It's been pretty intense. So. Sorry, I'm giving Zach a thumbs up. Couples that work out together, stay together. I think that's right. couples that pray together, stay together, brother. <laughs> I love working out with my wife, but my wife is not going to push me to my limits. She'll probably keep me. You know who pushes me to my up. limits, bro? Frankie Trofer. But see, that's a third. That's an outside source kicking wow. your butt. He's made yeah, me throw up like three times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy. Well, someone told me that if you work out and don't throw up, you're not doing it right. Oh. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, that's I right. That's <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I don't particularly <laughs> like throwing up, but uh, you have to feel it really, really, really like. Well, listen, man, I I think that it's so important that we are healthy because we've got children and we need to keep up with them, bro. And forget about it. We're going to need to keep up with grandchildren. I I got a grandchild. You have a grandchild. So you're already keeping up with a grandchild, you know? Yeah. Forget about keeping up with the Joneses. We got to keep up with the Casaras, man. You're kicking my butt, too. (laughs) Crazy. so. So listen. There's a few things that I want to talk about tonight, man. And, and I think that we should jump into these things. Absolutely. I think Let's that they're pressing. I also think that they're refreshing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some of what we're going to talk about is a pressing, pressing issues and they might like tweak some people a little bit. Oh, they'll tweak them a little bit. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. But, but, uh, then we'll, we could end with refreshing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think, think that's, I think that's a good point. 
the first the first thing that I was thinking about over the past couple days is uh, the response from the police in Uvalde, Texas. Mm. Let's talk did about you, that. Did you see that video? I did actually. I did. I did. It was uh, it was disturbing, disturbing to, say, to the say the least. It was disturbing. Yeah, absolutely. You so, know, walk us through the video a little bit. So first, you see this dude just waltzing into this place. Doors open. I'm coming in. This I mean, is the this is the shooter. Yeah, yeah, that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, the shooter's coming in. He's walking in like he owns the place, mm-hmm. and gets to the kids, and the response from these police officers. I think that I believe that it was 18 minutes. Yeah, crazy. Of, of nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, they came in. They got in. Listen. It, this disturbs me so much. It, it just makes me get a little heated. I get a little red. I'm starting to yeah. get angry right now. Yeah, but absolutely, these guys make it almost to the room. Yeah. And they turn around and run. It, it ticks me off too, man, to think that like little kids are there, you know, like, like that should never happen in the first place. But the fact that, we as citizens, taxpayers, pay their salary, and they're not doing they're not doing their job. They're not doing what they signed up to do. Bro, they signed up to protect throw, and serve public. Throw their, themselves, their, throw themselves in harm's way. That's the that's their job. They they signed up the day they signed up. They signed up to jump in front of a bullet if they need to. For sure. And. Instead, they run the other direction. But that's not even the that's not even the least of it. No. So then there was some other footage that came out. That then was then just... these guys are coming into the hallway. They're streaming into the hallway. There's a ton of them, bro. They could have taken that guy out, pummeled him, yeah, in seconds. Yep. Nearly 400 officers were at the school, bro. Listen, or, at or in or around the school, four the guys on hundred. The guys in the footage that came into that hallway, one guy was leaning on the wall, talking on the phone, leaning on the wall, nonchalant. The, no. Then there was another officer that kind of moseyed over to the hand sanitizer. Did you see that? Pushes the hand sanitizer. Wait, wait. Cleans his hands. Wait a second. What do we do next? Wait a second. He runs forward, then runs back, then kind of wobbles over to the hand sanitizer. Cleans his hands. What's going through his mind right now? Is is germs and COVID going through his mind right now? Or is doing anything it takes to protect innocent yeah. lives going through his mind? I, What's I going wish, through a person's mind like that? I, I really wish that I could jump into that scene and ask these guys, what What are you guys doing here? What, what's happening right now? What? I'm sorry. Is there somebody... Murdering children. 400 officers waited nearly 73 minutes. Minutes. Over an hour. 73 minutes. Over an hour while the dude was just going to town. Yep. It doesn't even come. It doesn't like, doesn't even make sense to me. Like, am I missing something? Am I missing something about this? Yes. We're missing something. We're missing information. We're missing what happened. What, why did it take place? First, and, and how did that guy. All right, you know what? Not how did that guy, because we know that you could obtain guns. There's no doubt about it. Oh, of course. That's not even a question. Okay. That's not it's, even not a, question. it's not a license versus not license. It's not the a choice of it, the gun is very interesting. Anybody could choose to go find a gun if sure. you need to or if you want to. But, For sure. But it but is it was, a there the, some the specific rifle, devices used. The rifle that he was using is a well-liked uh, and widely used rifle within the governmental law enforcement yeah. agencies. Oh, yeah. It had some very specific characteristics to it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And he had a lot of ammo. So that's got to make you wonder, too. Like, like I, I don't like putting on the whole tinfoil hat thing. I really, I, I try to stay no. away from that. 
But when so many of these happen over yeah. a certain amount of years and they all have very similar, very, very distinct similarities sure. of what happened, when it happened, how it happened, who it oh. happened to, it, it like you, it starts to form this picture. Even, and you can't escape it. You can't run away from it. Like you can't even, run away from thinking, was somebody behind this? Was there somehow yeah. some type of that's right something going on that we don't know about and that yeah. we'll never ever know about? Even the bombing in Nashville. Yeah, uh, let's let's not even go there. Right. I, I, I'm just saying. So there's course. so many things that are taking oh, place, but this one yeah. specific thing where we're now looking at footage that's been released for us to view. Yeah. Where these guys are doing nothing. Yeah. How do you even live with yourself after well, that? Number one, it makes me never want to put my kids in public school. Well, that's that's a given. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was already kind of not wanting to do that in the beginning, yeah. but just the fact that they're targets, man. Public Forget school about targets. the agenda that's being pushed on yeah. the children in the schools. Oh, but yeah. There's no safety. There's no concern. There's right. no, nobody cares. It's yeah. like a, it's, there's this nonchalant attitude about what's taking place. And, mm-hmm. and the left are sitting here saying no guns, mm-hmm. nobody should have these things, blah, blah, blah. And they allow all this other sick stuff to take place. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to take our protection yeah. away from us, which is going to yeah. lead into the next conversation, by the way. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. They're trying to remove our right to bear arms, right? Our right to our right to protect. Yes, but that's the reason we're bearing arms is to protect out of out of self defense. That's exactly. You see, right. no no law abiding gun owner, no law abiding gun owner, a citizen of the United States that owns a a a pistol or a handgun with a license will ever go out and purposely try to hurt somebody that's never the intent of getting yeah. the the yeah. the firearm in the first place it's always the first the first yeah. reason in somebody's mind a law abiding citizen is let me get this just in case to protect myself to protect my family to protect those i mean it's in the yes. it's in the handbook it's in all of the training it's mm-hmm. in everything you do so mm-hmm. like here's the thing a bad guy's not going to go through the trouble of getting a license just sure. to get a gun to go hurt somebody. Sure. Because you can buy and sell handguns without getting a license all over the United States sure. on black market like like it's candy, like it's yeah. you buying candy canes. Like yeah. you can do that. So <laughs> no law-abiding citizen would go within their right mind saying, I'm going to get this just sure. because I want to go hurt somebody. That's, that's, that's right. just so yeah. far from the truth. And so we know that these people that do these horrible, horrible things, obviously they're sick, they're demented, they're twisted, there's something wrong with them. Usually there's some type of mental uh, deficiency or uh, some type of condition that comes up in the records, right? It comes up later on that they were maybe on medication or, or, or had a history of suicidal tendencies or had a history of... Yeah, violence. And then you find out about, and then you find out about more about about the history in their childhood and the things that went on, and right. whether exactly. they're whether they're from broken homes or if they got abused or always right. something leading up to it. There's always mm-hmm. something leading up to it. Yeah, for sure. So uh, crazy. So, so that leads into the next piece that I wanted to talk about, and that's yeah. what took place in Indiana. Mm, let's talk about it. Well, some individual twisted right wants to go into a mall in indiana and shoot up the mall but a law-abiding card-carrying gun owner right was there they're calling him the good samaritan Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. he took that dude out took him out Mm -hmm. And now people are calling, well, there's one camp that's calling him the Good Samaritan. They're praising him for what he did. And then there's the other camp. And who do you think they are? Mm -hmm. Of course. They're saying that it should have never have taken place that way. Yeah. It's ridiculous to me. Mm -hmm. Bro, Mm -hmm. that's why I carry. Yeah. 
of course. And like we have to we have to like ask ourselves, like we know that the law enforcement is there to protect and to serve the community, but just to protect the community 100%. But in malls, how, how many thousands of people are in a mall or a shopping center to the amount of police officers that are in that area as well? Maybe a <laughs> thousand to one? Kristen, Kristen said you know nothing I mean? takes, nothing, t- nothing stops a bad guy with a gun like a good guy with a gun. 100% true. That's right there. But like, back to my question, like, how, what's the, what's the ratio? Is there a certain standard that they have to abide by? Because I know when I go in my local mall, sometimes I never see a police officer. Sometimes sure. I see them sitting in the car outside. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, just playing on their phone or just doing nothing. Yeah. Most, most rarely malls, you have a mall cop walking around. Well, maybe I was going to say, You're most like, malls have that Paul Blart, Paul Blart, the mall cop guy. Well, I'll tell you years ago, I did security for a mall as well. There was no armed security. And if there was, it was maybe the manager and it was one person, one yeah. or two people on the premise at, at the same time. Oh. So what like what if you have this person yeah. going into the mall wanting to shoot it up and that rent-a-cop is like three stories in a different direction? Sure. But if you have law-abiding, if you have law-abiding gun toting. It depends where you are, of course. What where the city is, what the mall is, and you know, like one of the malls that I frequent, there's a couple of police officers that walk around. There's one guy that stays in the center of the of the place. And then there's a couple of, you know, mall cops, things like that. I remember, bro, when I don't know if you remember this, but when we were in Bogota in Colombia, do you remember driving into the mall and how they stop you? And they have the mirrors and they go under they your do, car. They, they do the BOMB checks. That's it. They check your trunk. They check your, they oh, pop yeah. your hood. They check. They got the, the canines sniffing like everybody that goes into a mall. Yep. This everybody. is a routine check. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that was crazy. I would you never remember, do you remember, do you remember Tio, uh, what was the name? Tio Ramon. Raul. Tio Raul. Yes. He Raul. was, he was an ex cop. Yep. In Bogota, Colombia, mm-hmm. that did private security at that point. So when we went when we went down to visit him, we got a private security escort to yeah. and from the places that we wanted to. Do you remember the the Toyota uh, Land Cruiser that he put us in? Oh yeah, and the Mercedes. Like, like what was, they were it? Both, what was it? They were both. Yeah, it was like a Mercedes armored. SUV. It they was a armored plated armored plated Mercedes with like. Oh no, no Toyota cars. Land Cruiser. You're right. It was a Toyota Land Cruiser. Yeah. And then the Mercedes S Class was also. Right. The, the Mercedes S-Class was also armored. Yeah. With six-inch bulletproof armor. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. That yeah. thing was so heavy. Yeah. The doors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bogota, Columbia was crazy. When we, do you remember going out? We went to a place that's now been transformed into a park. Uh, yeah. It was a place called Cartucho. Mm. That was a terrible, terrible place. If yeah. anybody's never heard of this place, it's a, it, it was a place in Bogota, Colombia. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, it was, you know, drug riddled and gangs and, you know, poverty, the worst poverty oh, yeah. you've ever seen. Uh, it mm-hmm. was just, it was basically like a garbage dump and people yeah. lived in these ditches of garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hopped out of the car to take pictures and he was at the door pushing me back in the car and driving off. Yeah. Yep. You remember that? Yep. Yep. I remember that. And they didn't stop. They don't stop at stop signs either. Or stoplights. No para, no para. I remember him saying, no para, no para. And we're like, no. uh, you get arrested in the United States if you don't stop. He's like, no para, no para. <laughs> because if you stop, you you're you can get kidnapped or yeah. you know, the car will get broken into. Yeah. And you can get carjacked or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was pretty so, wild. So, so back to our story in Indiana, if there was nobody that was there, law-abiding citizen, Carrying a handgun at that point, there would how have many been hundreds. How many hundreds, maybe dozens to hundreds of people would have been shot. That's right. By the the shooter. Yeah, and that's and sadly, there I believe there were four deaths. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and my heart and my prayers, our prayers, are with those families. I hope yeah. that you all people that are listening understand. Uh, we don't want to see. I, you know, listen, I wouldn't even want to see the shooter 
get killed because mm. I, I believe, and, and this is a conversation that we could have, Mark. I believe mm. that everybody has the human right to know Christ. Mm. Everybody has the human right to get saved. That's a tough one. Everyone. You know, we were talking about Brian earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. Brian spoke with us, I think, about some of these predators that hurt these children on, mm-hmm. you know, like in the trafficking rings and, yes. you know, yes. that all that. So I, we don't need to talk about it, but it goes that far. And a lot mm. of people might say, hell no, I mm. would take a bat to their head, right? Yeah. Or I'd yeah. like to shoot them. You right. know, this guy that, that, this guy that killed the children in Uvalde. People want him dead, right? Charles Manson and his accomplice, Tex, right? Tex Watson. Mm -hmm. He was born in Texas, grew up in a Christian home, walked away from the Lord, went to California seeking his own pleasures and his Mm -hmm. own life, stumbled upon the commune where Charlie Manson trained him to be a killer. Mm -hmm. Brainwashed him. Yeah. That guy was the main, uh, he was the main killer, murderer, in the Sharon Tate murders. Mm. They brutally murdered these people, okay? He went to prison and was sentenced to death row in California. Mm. Okay. Mm. While he was on death row, they abolished the death sentence in California. Wow. He got saved and met the Lord in prison Mm -hmm. after that. Mm -hmm. But he wouldn't have had the chance if he would have been taken out. Right. So my... My heart, my belief, and I believe that only God can put something in a person like this, right? Because it's yeah. not me thinking emotionally or rationally or naturally, mm-hmm. right? Because I'd like to do something to hurt someone or be vengeful. Yeah, that's that's like natural. That's our natural tendency, that's right? But, but wanna, God's heart is, and every pain. every person has a human right. right to know the savior, to know the Lord, to know the truth that will set them free. You know, I I made a post about that months to years ago. And it was a post about loving your enemy, loving your enemies, right? God tell, God tells us to love your enemy. Like you love yourself, right? Love your enemy, be good to your enemy, pray for your enemy, be good to your, when we talk about enemies, let's talk about the worst of the worst. Let's talk about, Hitler. Let's talk about talk about Stalin. Let's talk about uh, you know Saddam Hussein. Let's talk about you know these people who are known in history for slaughtering people and hurting for people sure. and killing people. Can we, number one, as children of God, but outside of being children of God, if you don't know God's love, obviously you can't love, right? So we've already established that. But as children of God, as as sons and daughters of God, can we find love for our worst enemy can we find love in our heart to want to see them saved and see them set free and see them healed and see them living a life of purpose and significance can we see that i think i think only when we know the father know his heart for his people Mm -hmm. there's only one route there's no other way that we could have that type of compassion or Mm -hmm. love if, if we don't experience his love, if we don't receive his love, receive his forgiveness, right? How could we forgive others? So if you don't love your enemy, let's say somebody hurt you as a child or hurt you as an adult, and you have this person ingrained in your mind as the enemy, you, you hate them, you, everything about them. Can you find in your heart to love and forgive them? Yes. But but most people that don't and still live under that cloud of, you know, uh, suffering and just hurtful pain, does that mean that they don't know the true love of God? 
That's a good question, and that's a very hard answer, but I would say they do not. I mean, obviously, we don't know people's hearts, right? We can't well, listen, ever say let, we can't listen, ever say listen, that for sure. I'm not right? judging. What is a good question? If you yeah. can't find in your heart to love to forgive somebody and then to love them with the love of Christ, not 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 phileo love, not brotherly love. I'm going to say that they because the, the Bible, the word says it. If you can't love the person that's in front of you. The person that you see, how can you love me who you can't see? Mm. Yeah. So I do not believe that they have a relationship with the Lord if they can't forgive and love the person sitting right in front of them or the person that is, you're able to hold that person's hand or touch that person. Mm. I believe, and it's not my belief, I'm looking at the word of God saying, here's the word, this mm. is what it says. It's, it's truth, right? If you believe the word of God, it's 100% truth. You can't like take pieces of the word and not believe it and throw pieces out. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And, and do you think it's, uh, do you think it's a journey? Do you think it's a progression of that, of somebody being able to love somebody who hurt them so, so wrongfully? So yes, I believe it's Is a it, journey, right? Or do you think it could just, it's a decision? No. I, here. I think that those people that are on the journey want to understand love and forgiveness. But then there's people that just say, no, I could never forgive that person. Mm. Never, is a, never is a very, never is a very harsh word because well, that's, that's, that's you're invoking a, you're invoking a vow. Yes. When you say never, you're, you're solidifying, Correct. you're cementing stuff. So right. that's dangerous territory right there. Well, if you're saying, I love Jesus, I love him. He's my savior, but I'll never forgive that man that hurt mm. me when I was 10. Mm. You don't love Jesus. Mm. Or you don't know Jesus. Or you don't know him. You didn't have that, you didn't have that, uh, that encounter, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not just saying a salvation prayer that makes you know Jesus. Mm. It's literally a, a real encounter with Christ. Hmm. Right. And, and yeah. we've talked about this, you know, when somebody encounters Christ, you know it. I think there's a, there's a maturity that one needs to get to with the Lord where you, you learn the love of Christ. You learn what it is. You receive it in your own heart. You learn to love your love and forgive yourself. And then through that, you can go ahead and love and forgive others. Cause number one, if you don't know Jesus, you don't know his love you don't accept that he forgave sure. you sure then you can't forgive yourself because you'll sure. always it all starts with with the father right so if we don't know his love Ooh, experience his love so and, and we don't we don't we don't believe that he first forgave us we can't forgive ourselves when For we sure. used to do encounters we used to do retreats men's yeah. retreats women's retreats yeah. youth yeah. retreats we would go through a session in these retreats about forgiveness, for yeah. forgiveness of the father, forgiveness of past hurts, forgive, like inner healing type stuff. Sure. And we used to, we used to get 50 year old manly men, burly men that would break down and fall to the ground, crying their eyes out for something that happened to them years prior. Sure. But it's because they accepted Jesus. They experienced Jesus. Agreed. They forgive themselves. And then they were able to forgive yes. others. And once they forgave that person, that, that root, that root cause of all their bitterness and anger, that once they yes. forgave that person, they were transformed. In an yeah, instant. it was like a flood. People. It's, like a, it's a flood. Yes. Night and day different. You saw yes. a mean man coming in. You saw yep. a happy, young. Joy-filled. Joy-filled, full of life individual leaving this sure. retreat. Yes. But, but where did it start from? It all started at the cross. It all started with you I believing and receiving and accepting, and then you're able to kind of pour that back out. Because I don't think we could truly forgive somebody else in our life unless we truly have, number one, forgiven ourselves, yep. and we've accepted that love ourselves. I don't know. This is just my thoughts. So, so I'm going to bring up something. Uh, we're going to talk about this. I know, you know we decided that we would throw this in as a topic, right? Mm -hmm. um, my daughter and I, we're just watching an episode of The Chosen. Mm, so good. 
And for those of you who, do, who, don't, who don't know or who have never seen the show or never heard of the show, The Chosen is uh, the most successful crowdfunded show in the history of television with no ties to Hollywood. Okay? The on Chosen, Netflix, right? What? Is it on, where is it? It's on its own network. It's not I'm on Netflix. Tell you, yeah. So the Chosen- It is on Netflix. Yeah, you do need to watch that. Absolutely, my man. Um, the Chosen is the largest crowdfunded media project of all time. Hmm. Dallas Jenkins created a short for his church for Christmas time called The Shepherd. Okay? He took that short and I'm making a long story short, mm-hmm. no pun intended. He took that short and he made it the pilot for this show, The Chosen. And they were going to raise the funds through crowdfunding, somewhat similar to Kickstarter, but you're actually getting an equity share. I heard about that. Okay, raising money through this crowdfunding platform, which yeah. is run by Angel Studios. Mm-hmm. This is a very, very, inc- this is an incredible story. 5,000 people. It's by Angel that, Studios, you said? Angel Studios. Yeah. 5,000 people that watched that pilot called The Shepherd mm-hmm. raised $11 million to start wow. shooting the first season of The Chosen. Mm. What is The Chosen about? It's not just your cookie cutter story about Jesus. It is about Jesus finding the chosen, Mm -hmm. finding the disciples, picking the people that he wanted to follow him to be the beginning of what is now Christianity. Right. And it was one heck of a ragtag bunch of, (laughs) let's see, we had a prostitute, Mm -hmm. right, named Mary. We had a fisherman named Simon who was a roughneck and he used to fight and he was a, he was a pretty like, he was a deceiver, right? You had Matthew who was a tax collector hated by his own people because he worked for the Romans, right? Mm. And he was the tax collector to the Jewish people. Right. So he was like deathly hated, right? So many different characters, bro, and so many different, you know, like when we look at us, when I look at me, when I look at you, when we look at the people that that we know that have received the Lord and their past and those things, and we say, gosh, man, Jesus really, really chose some some like messed up people. And this show is so human. It's Mm. so good. It follows the gospels with a little tweak of creative creativity, right? Yeah. They they take some creative rights. And it's not cheesy either. No, it's not cheesy. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's it's like watching HBO. It's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a 9.6 on the IMDb rating score. Bro, Christian okay. movies do not get those types of ratings, man. It's one of the best, one of the best and well-produced shows out there. It's a series, by the way. It's not just a movie. Yeah. How many episodes are there? Uh, it's two seasons in. They're filming season three. They're halfway through funding season four. Bro, I'd okay. like to be on one of those. We should go it's, do it's a casting call. Let's go do it. Actually, we have a we have somebody that we know that was in the feeding of the five thousand, which is going to be in season three. Nice. Uh, I won't tell you. You'll see it. Mm. Um, she's an extra. That's awesome. In the feeding of the five thousand, but this is really neat. We were talking about knowing Jesus and forgiving other people and yeah. forgiving yourself. And this episode that I was watching with my daughter tonight uh, was an episode where Mary. Uh, walks away mm-hmm. after she gets healed and given. She falls on her face, 
false. This is a very, very uh, controversial episode that had a lot of people like buzzing because mm -hmm. when it came out, people were like, oh, how could you say that Mary walked away? And oh, you, how could you show something like that? And yeah. well, listen, do we ever think about what these disciples went through? Because we're not Christ. Right. We're not. We're, we're not. we're not the sinless one. We're not the blameless one. We're not the one that, that was white as snow, right? Mm -hmm. Do you fall? Of course. We all do. All do. And so in this episode, Mary backslides. Mm. And she is enveloped by the love of Christ. Mm. I'm not going to give too much away because it's a really good episode. But man, when you see the portrayal of Jesus in this episode, when you see the compassion, when you see his eyes looking at her, when mm. you see him embrace her and give her a hug and say, I forgive you. Wow. It's unbelievable. The That's episodes, true. the seasons, the acting, the sets, the writing, everything is top-notch. Mm. It's amazing. That's awesome. And I know you said that you watched a little bit of it, right? Yeah, we watched a little bit of it. I plan on watching the whole thing. We're going to do like a binge session of it with, binge with my Jesus. boys. Yeah, we're going to binge Jesus with, with my boys, me, me and my 10-year-olds. That's actually. I'm, I'm always looking to give them uh, different perspectives and different ways of thinking about things. So I think I think this would be good for them as well. It's one of their pieces of swag. Binge Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd get that. I'd wear this that. Is, this is one of their pieces right here. Come and see. Nice. Come and see is a, a really cool episode, actually, um, where Nathaniel gets introduced hmm. to the uh, to everything, and. Uh -huh. uh, you have another disciple saying to Nathaniel, you have to come and see. Mm. Really, really cool. Very That's cool. cool. That's um, awesome. The show does not operate like a normal TV show with scheduled release dates. Mm. This is really neat. You know how you have to, you know, like with Game of Thrones or some other show, you'd have to yeah. wait like a whole year yeah. to see the show? They don't follow that. They'll come out whenever they, they want. Whenever, whenever they finish with an episode, it's done. It's it's wrapped and it's all cool. finished. They release cool. it. I wonder why the other other series do that. Why they wait a whole, they wait like a whole year to maybe build anticipation or something. Maybe that's just a marketing tactic. I don't know. Maybe money. You think they build more money doing that? Oh, it's Hollywood, bro. I catch parts yeah. of it scrolling Facebook. Uh, yeah. You, Carla, you would love this show what you want to do is you want to this is this is the way to see the show by the way if you have apple tv or roku you could put the app the angel studios app on your apple tv roku whatever you're using or uh you're going to want to download this app oh yeah they have their own app you can do that on your app. iphone or ipad as well yep and what happens is is when you when you watch one of the episodes, you just stream it right to your TV. And I don't know if you yeah. could read that number. Can you read that number? Is there a glare? Yeah, there's a little bit of a glare. But you can also go to watch.angelstudios.com and watch it right from your browser, your computer browser, too. So that's all new. Yeah. This is all new. They just added this. This is really, really neat. Um, they're doing something where they it's a pay it forward system now. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. So when you click on to watch an episode, it pops up and says only the first season is streaming on Pure Flix, by the way. Oh, gotcha. Um, the first season is streaming on Pure Flix. The first season is streaming on Prime, I think, uh, on YouTube as well. Uh, but you have to catch season two and the next uh, three, four, five, six, seven seasons. Uh, all on the app or on the platforms that Angel Studios provides you. Gotcha. Is it a pay? Is it a pay to watch or is it free? No, everything is free. They have released it for free. The promise wow. is is that everything will be for free. 
That's insane. How much? How do you know what the cost of producing that whole thing is? Yeah, how yeah. many millions, yeah, millions yeah. of dollars have they spent? Yeah, and they're giving it away for free. It's a lot of money, bro. And and four hundred and eight million and seven thousand and fifty one people have downloaded the app and viewed the show. Four hundred and eight million people. To tell the whole story of the Gospels, we need to do seven seasons. To reach a billion people, it needs to be free. Yep. To be done right, we must yep. be outside the system. Yes. So we need your help, and that's where the whole pay it forward yep. thing is. That's you right. can go and basically donate what you want yep. to their cause, yep. and they don't require you to pay to watch the movies. It's exactly all free. Right. And then you go ahead and you can give as much as you want. That's incredible. That's the way, I think that's how it should be. <laughs> that's how every movie and every every uh, production should be. So that's I will uh, I will I tell that. you this is really neat. Um, what you can do with the app and with your what you're looking at on the angelstudios.com, the chosen mm -hmm. is there are tabs that you can watch not just the first two seasons, but you can watch the extras. You can also watch these deep dives where they talk with the people that are helping them write the show. This oh, is really neat. They've got an evangelical Christian. They've got a Catholic priest. Yes, I heard about rabbi. that. Yep. And so they they're are getting all, all perspectives. Yep. They, yeah. Because they want to get it right. Right. Yeah. And they, they talk about all the different things that need to, you know, Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus, is a Catholic. Mm. Okay. Um, it, it's interesting because, you know, when, when all these things, when people hear these things, all these denominational walls that are up, of people course, get freaked yeah. out a little bit, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you, The Chosen has really, really given us this opportunity to uh, watch denominational walls fall, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. really, really, really hear the gospel, and it's igniting people's passion yeah. to look a little deeper. Mm -hmm. It's a really, really great show. Uh, they they just awesome. did something with the Gen Z crew. This is really neat. Mm -hmm. On Sunday night, they did a live stream, and they debuted their documentary where they took, listen to this, bro, nine Gen Zs. None of them knew each other, and they sort of did it like a focus group where they didn't tell them what they were going to be doing. They just knew they, they were going to be watching a show. Mm -hmm. They were going to put them in a room all together. They flew them out to Utah. They took these nine people, threw them in a room, didn't tell them they were binging Jesus, and they mm -hmm. had them watch the entire show and get their reaction. Wow. And this wasn't like nine Bible-thumping, Holy Spirit-filled Christian people. Yeah, right. This was like... Regular millennials. Yes. People that are going through life, Maybe they're not even into the Lord. Maybe they sure. have no relationship with God. One guy was like, I'm an atheist. I'm wow. That's it. You know? Another well, guy was like, I was raised in this one of the guys was like, I was raised in a cult. <laughs> yeah. Another guy was like, I'm bipolar. I'm on medication. That's wild. It was That's incredible, wild. bro. Incredible. And uh and and you gotta watch this documentary. The, the and also, if you catch the live, the re the replay of the live, they showed a scene from episode one, season three. Mm. Really cool. That's crazy, man. I can't wait to uh, check it out and watch it. June said, who's your favorite character? Mine's Little James. I do like Little James, June, uh, but I got to be honest with you. I love Matthew. Ma Matthew. Guys, you're both wrong. You're both wrong. What? Jesus. Jesus is yeah, the favorite yeah. character. Jesus yeah. is my Jesus. favorite. Come but on, Matthew guys. is right. this quirky <laughs> little dude, and I would almost say that he's like OCD autistic. Yeah. Uh, like Matt, he's the tax collector. Right. And and his character, oh my gosh! <laughs> Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it, man. We got to watch it. So everybody's homework tonight after the show is go and binge Jesus, baby. Binge, binge Jesus. Jesus. Get used to different. That's right. That's what we're gonna do. Uh, I'm super excited to check it out. Um, that was good, man. But oh, I feel wait, like there's a, a tip. Wait, one more tip. What's one more tip. tip. I'm sorry. What's the tip? If you're gonna binge the show, start with the shepherd. What does that even mean? 
The shepherd is the pilot. It's in the extras. Oh, the pilot is before Before season one, one, before season two, before season one, you have to watch the shepherd, which is the pilot show. Gotcha. That's all. Good to know. Awesome, man. Well, cool. I think this was a good conversation. Talked about some, some heavy things and we ended with some good, refreshing, good old chosen. That's it. Uh, which we're going to check out, man. So why don't you go ahead and pray for our listeners, pray for our watchers, bless them. And uh, we'll see them in the next episode. So father, we thank you for your love. You are a loving God. Mm. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you that you are a sovereign God. And there's nothing that we could do that makes you gooder. It's mm. not even a word. Better. Better. Gooder. Mm. Father, know. you are great and mighty. And your love for us, it never ends. Mm. It's unfailing. And I ask God that you would reach out and touch our viewers, our listeners, our subscribers, people watching us for the first time, people listening to us for the first time, people that are coming back for more. God, I thank you that you would rest with them, surround them with your peace, encourage them. And Father, I thank you that you would just grow their faith, grow their their desire to know you. And we thank you so much for the rest of this week. And we thank you for our families and friends. And we thank you for those that you're going to put us in contact with and in front of. Let us bless people and love people and reach out and hug people. Be kind and understanding and compassionate and good. In your son's name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Love you guys. Love y'all. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Ciao. This is Mark here. Thanks so much for joining us on this last podcast. We really, truly appreciate your support. We definitely could not do this without you. If you can take just a brief second and click that share button, share this podcast to your social media, get this message out to more people so that there's a greater impact on our community. And for those of you who want to give a little extra support, leave a review on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Podcast. Thanks so much. God bless. And we'll see you in the next episode.